Thank you for tuning in to the Repairs of the Breach podcast. We pray that this message reach, repair, and restore as our pastor, Calvin King, delivers a message from God. father didn't plan on you being here. God did. There are no accidents in the mind of God. God sent you here for a purpose. God's purpose for you being on this earth is to establish the kingdom of heaven on earth. You may not know it. You may not even recall, recollect, or remember from where you came. But you came from him. And he sent you to this earth to establish his kingdom. God wanted the kingdom that was in heaven, the kingdom of heaven, to be on earth. That's why he sent Adam. Adam lost, messed up. God said, that's all right, that's fine, we're going to make it do. He sent Jesus to give us another chance, another shot. You're here now with the keys to the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in the heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in the heaven. Meaning you have access to both kingdoms, both realms, the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of this earth. What God wants us to do is to learn how to operate in this world knowing that we're from somewhere else. So when he sent us here, one thing he told us was not to copy the behavior of this world. Don't act like them, that we have been called out. We are peculiar. We are a chosen generation. We are a royal priesthood. So what God wants us to do is to learn how to act like kingdom citizens. I know we get confused about some things, but the church should not be confused because we're supposed to have the truth. And a lot of confusion that we bring in out of tradition, which has made the word of God of no effect. You know what? You are not members of this church. You're citizens of the kingdom. A kingdom does not have members. They have citizens. So when you, we have people who have been coming to our church, and I use the terminology, their membership is at another church, so they become our partners. They've sown first fruits in in this ministry. They come and support the ministry. They do all this thing, but they're not members of this church because it's greater than their membership. They are citizens of the kingdom. So they can go to any church that's open in the name of Jesus. We get caught up. Well, are you a member of this church? No, I'm a citizen of the kingdom. So if I have a need, you mean to tell me you as a church can't help me with my need? We've been thinking narrow-minded. You are a citizen, and citizen has its right. So if you're not a member of this church, who cares? You are a citizen of the kingdom. Amen? So as we go forward, we're going to talk about things, how God has things to operate. We've been talking about the fact that God wants you to be blessed. And he has principles and laws that govern the kingdom. 
We're going to talk about some, one principle today that's going to be a blessing to you. But I don't want you to forget the other things that we talked about. Remember that the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. Some people love living in the darkness more than they love living in the light. Because when you get into the light, the light exposes the areas of your weaknesses and the issues that you have. So some people prefer to live in darkness. The thing that happens is that God sent us into the earth, but we got accustomed to the earth and we lost our identity. When God sent you to rescue somebody, now you fell in love with the darkness. Now God has to send somebody to come rescue you. Okay? So when you get in that position of darkness and you forget who you were, it's considered lost. God is trying to send somebody to find you before it's too late because you can lose your life in the darkness. The Bible asks the question, why should thou die before thy time? Meaning when you get caught up in the world, you start doing so much stuff of the world, you forget who you are, then the devil has a legal right because you're on his territory to come after your life. So you have to be real careful how you live into this world because God does not want you to copy this world or act like the world. The problem is that God has given all of us, which is not a problem, is a blessing to every man the measure of faith. Because when God sent you here, he wanted you to be able to have the tools. You couldn't bring nothing from heaven to earth. So all that you need has already been laid aside for you in the spirit realm. For I've already given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. It's already here. Well, how do I access it? You access it by faith. Your faith lays hold on what you want in the spirit of light, brings it into the spirit of darkness or into the area of the earth realm where you live in it. So God wants you to understand that he has given you everything, but according to faith. For without faith, it is impossible to please him. So if you want your healing, it's already here. I asked you the question last, last week. Why is it that Alexander Graham Bell didn't, didn't, didn't create the, the smartphone? Why is it? He had everything he needed to do it. There's nothing new in the earth. Everything was there, but he didn't have the knowledge of everything that was available for him. So it was in the earth. So everything you need is already in the earth. Your next miracle, your next breakthrough is already in the earth. You're going to have to get your faith. Put your faith in what you believe in order to receive it. Now, with this teaching that I'm giving you, it makes you dangerous on the earth. Because you know now that you have faith. You've seen now about a five, five manifestations of faith. People put their faith in God and got what they want. So now the most important thing that you have in this earth realm is what? Faith. The Bible says it's much more than gold. Sometimes the God said there's a trying in your faith. Meaning sometimes God will try you and let you be in positions so that you will see how your faith will grow. Well, whatever you put your faith in is valuable. When a thief breaks into somebody's house, he's looking for what's valuable. When the devil comes at you, the Bible says he walks around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Who is he looking for? Those who stand steadfast in the faith. When he starts seeing you standing in the faith, he's coming after your faith because he knows your faith is working. So you have to watch what you put your faith in. You're, you really want to keep your faith in God. Because in him you live, you move, and you have your being. Everything that you need is in him. 
The problem come in because we're in a dual citizenship. We're citizens of heaven and we're living in the earth. Now what happened is we forget about heavenly stuff and we start looking at what the devil is showing us in the earth. Problem. We begin to put our faith into things in this world. When you put your faith in something, the devil comes after it because you put your faith in it. So the devil is not after your finances, your money. He's after your faith in money. The devil is not after your marriage. He's after your faith in marriage. The devil is not after your children. He's after the faith that you put in your children. You understand? So your faith is valuable. Well, Pastor, I'd rather not put my faith in my children. No, 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 no. Keep your faith in God. God said that the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. God said that the children are the heritage of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is his reward. God, my children belong to you. God, my finances belong to you. God, my house belongs to you. God, my car belongs to you. You show me where you want me to go. You, you see what I'm saying? Because when you put it in the world, the world has a way of making you fall in love with it. And therein lies the problem. So one of the ways I can try to be a blessing to you today is to help you understand that God wants you to have some things in this life and the Bible say, in this world, in this earth realm, money answereth all things. So the world believes that money is the answer to everything that they're dealing with. So if God sent you to this earth, he knows that you're going to need what? So the devil's job is to confuse you how to get it. He wants you to use his system to get the money. There are two systems. There's a system that God put in place, and there's a system that the world put in place. If you go by the system of the world, the world tells you, I don't trust you with money. Matter of fact, the system is in place that is going to take your money before you get it. The devil, who over the Bible says, the God of this world, say, I don't trust you with the money. So I'm going to take your money before you get it. And if I take too much, you're going to have to prove to me at the end of the year that I ought to give you something back. That's the world system. In this system, the kingdom of light, God said, bring all the tithe and offering to me. Because I'm not going to take nothing from you. I ask you to bring it to me. If you don't want to, it's on you. The systems are different, but they're yet in place. You have to choose which system you're going to operate in. You cannot be lukewarm. You cannot walk the middle of the road. You're going to have to make a choice. Either I'm going to do it God's way or I'm going to do it the devil's way. Revelation says this. He said, you're neither hot nor cold. You're lukewarm. And because you're lukewarm, I spew you or vomit you out of my mouth. You're in the body, but you won't operate the way that you should. You're not hot nor cold, so he said, you make me sick. Therefore, I vomit or I spew you out of my mouth. You've got to make a choice. Either I'm going to do it God's way or I'm going to do it the world's way. 
If you do it to the world's way, you sow into the flesh. And of the flesh, you're going to find out you're going to reap corruption. So what I want to talk to you today about is money matters because we need money. I'm not a prosperity preacher, but I believe in preaching prosperity. Okay? So I don't believe money is the answer to all things. I believe God is the answer to all things. All right? So we're going to get into the economic kingdom of the, of the world, how God wants to operate, and we're going to flow from that. There's a principle that I want you to understand. You might not like it today. You may not believe it today. But guess what? This is a principle that God has in place for you to operate in. If you operate in the principle, the benefits will become yours. All right? So you're not going to shout today, especially if you're not doing what I'm going to tell you to do. You know? But I'm going to tell you, it's a system. The system is blessing me. I'm operating in it. Okay? I see the blessings on my life. So I'm not talking to you from afar. I'm talking to you from where I am. Okay? All right. So this principle that we're going to operate in today is broad, is big, is powerful. Okay? The principle of sowing and reaping. Galatians 6, 7 through 9. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. This is one of the first scriptures that really impacted my life because it changed my life. It revolutionized my life. When I really realized that my mama used to tell me about it all the time, whatever you sow, you're going to have to reap. And I used to do some stuff, and she would say that, and it scared me more than anything. So I operated in fear, not in faith, because I wasn't doing I didn't want the stuff that I was doing to manifest. But when I got into the Word of God and I understood God, then I started to understand that this scripture worked both ways. A principle works that way. It works for both. It works for the good and the bad, for the just and the unjust. So he's saying right here, don't be deceived. God's not playing with you. God is not mocked. Nothing that you can joke around and play with. For whatsoever a man or anybody, man, woman, mankind, sow it, that shall he also reap. So, if you do wrong, wrong going to come your way. If you do good, good will come your way. All right? Let's take it a little bit deeper. For he that soweth of his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit, meaning... There are two ways you can sow into the spirit of life, the things that bring life to you. All good and perfect gifts come from God. When you receive something from God, it's good. When you receive something from the devil, it's going to reap corruption. In other words, if God blesses me, somebody walk up and bless me with some money from the kingdom of light, I can receive it and say, thank you, Jesus. Somebody from the kingdom of darkness come up and give me something. I got to watch it. Because you could be receiving stolen goods. Just because people give you stuff, that does not mean that they're in the spirit of, of God, that they're on the right side of this equation. Some people in the world, the world has ways to manipulate and lure you into the world. All good and perfect gifts come from God. So you can't just go out here and just take everything and just receive everything. you got to be cautious. The Bible says, I send you as sheep among wolves. God said, I know I'm sending you into this world. And I understand what this world is like. He said, if they did it to me, what do you think they're going to do to you? Amen. So you have to have some wisdom. All right? Verse 9. 
God said, I don't want you to give up in doing good. Let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season, say due season. Everybody in here has a due season. There's a time coming on God's calendar that he already set aside for you. That's your due season for you to be blessed, for blessings to come your way. And, and watch it. Season do change. But guess what? It come back around again. Why? Because God wants you to mature every due season. See, you're missing this. Some of you, how many of you all, let me, look, help me, Holy Ghost, put it to the way they can understand it. Uh, you're living better than you, you were living before. Amen. Okay. All right. And it may not happen that you just got it all that you want, but he's giving you line upon line, precept upon precept. This year you're living better than you were last year. Thank God for it. Next year you'll be living better than you were this year. Due seasons is rolling around. So there's a due season that's rolling around. And Bob said you will reap if you don't faint. You might not get it all the first season. But don't you give up because you see it's working. You hear me? The principles are working. You are coming. How many of you are coming out of debt? There's some in here. We're out of debt. It didn't just happen when he snatched us out. He brought us out in seasons. Are you hearing this? God is faithful to his word. Well, Pastor, why don't he just take me out quick as he took you out? Because I've applied something that maybe you hadn't applied. Because God has no, 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 no respect to person. Whatever he do for me, he'll do for you. But if I caught a hold to a principle and I hung on to that principle more so than you did, then that principle is going to lead me out quicker than it leads you out. Because God's still trying to convince you that the principle works. You hear me? So you can't get mad at Joe over here because Joe is being blessed and you saying, you know what, I went to the same school Joe did. I went to the same church Joe did. I, I saw Joe uh, in the same uh, uh, job that we go together. But somehow Joe is progressing and moving forward. Joe may have got a hold to a principle from God's word that has pulled him faster than it's taken you. All right? That's why the Bible says every man must bear his own burden. You've got to do your own thing. All right, let's keep going. God has a plan. He sent you to this earth, and he has a plan to prosper you. Now, he's already put in you everything that he needs to prosper you with, but the problem is that you won't be faithful over a few things, so therefore he can't make you ruler over nothing else. You might have the gifts and the talents, but because you are not doing it God's way, God can't get behind you and give you the wisdom that you need to do it. Am I making you confused? Who's your worst enemy? You. Yourself. Why? Because God sent you to this earth with a plan. What's God's plan for you? Miss King. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and Go not back. to harm. Say what? Plans to prosper you. Say what? Plans to prosper you. God knows that he sent you into this earth where this earth believes that money answers all things. God said, I got a plan to prosper you, but I need people to be able to listen to you. How many of y'all listen to broke people? It might be before you broke. All right? If you hang around, Four broke people, 
You're going to be the fifth. <laughs> you got to watch the company. You can. Bad company corrupts good morals. So you got to watch who you hang around. Some of y'all need to delete, delete, delete. I don't care. I got all these friends. Delete, delete, delete. Because all of them can't be beneficial. God says, I have a plan to prosper you, not to harm you, because the devil wants you to think that God's out to get you. That's why when you over in the spirit of darkness, over in darkness, he makes you think that God, God's coming after you. It is true. God is coming after you. There's no what, Miss King? Say that for me. There's no mountain he won't climb. Mountain. There's no shadow he won't light up. There's no shadow he won't light up. No mountain he won't climb up. No mountain he won't climb. Wall he won't kick down. No wall he will not kick down. Or lie he won't tear down. Nor lie will he tear down. Coming after you. You hear this? When you're over in darkness, the devil got you confused and messing with you because you're God's children, there's no mountain he won't climb. There's no shadow he won't light up. There's no door he will not knock down. No lie he will not tear down. Coming after you. So the devil is right. You're in darkness and you messed up and God is coming after you. But not for what the devil told you that he was coming after. God's not coming to get you. He's coming to claim you. So what the devil wants you to think is that God got something against you. God said, I'm not holding their sins and trespass against them. They got caught up in this world. They got lured into this, and they're enjoying the sin that they're in, and I'm coming after them. And he's going to lighten that lie up so you can see what's going on. So you got to understand that that you need wisdom because the devil is taking the things of God and trying to confuse you to make you think God's this bad guy who's sent up in, this, in the sky with his gavel just waiting to sentence you to hell. No, God's coming after you, baby. He's coming after you. Why? Because he has a plan to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future, and you can't have it in the darkness. That's how much he loves you. He's coming after you because he wants to prosper you. Now, how many of you want prosperity? How many of you want to prosper? Hallelujah. All right. Let's keep going then. Not only that, but God has a covenant that he has established. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers, as it is this day. But you hear this. God said, remember me. When you get over here in this spirit of darkness, now again, I'm, I'm talking to this side as if you're a spirit in darkness. I know you're not in darkness. I, it, you know, somebody got to be dark. Okay? All right. So, so don't get offended. I'm not calling y'all lost or nothing like that. You just have to be on this side. Okay? So, so you know, anyway. All right. If you can't get it all together, then somebody, we got prayer team that will pray for you before the service is over with. So, so God's saying that, that if only you rem remember. Because when you get over in darkness, you forget what the light was like. 
When you get up here with some of your friends and you get to party and you start hitting the clubs and you start drinking, you start hitting the marijuana, you know, you, woo, you gas up. <laughs> How many gas dealers we got in here? Don't raise your hand. <laughs> Don't leave that alone. All right? You're in darkness. Uh, uh, sh- 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 you're not supposed to know that. You're not supposed to know that. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Yeah. God going to shut the service station down because of you. Because of you. There are some people going to go to jail because of you. Because they're supplying you, and you belong to Him. There's no shadow He won't lighten up. Coming after you, there's some people who are going to go down because God coming after you. See, you can't do people like that. You know who you are. You know you're not supposed to be in that. You can't do this. You can't hang with them because God's going to be offended with them because you belong to him. You are a royal priesthood. You're peculiar. And God coming after you, so he's going to lighten up everything. When light comes into the room, all darkness has to flee. If you'd like to learn more about the repairs of the Breach Ministry, please visit us at rotbchurch.org. Want to stay connected to the church updates and news? Text ROTB to 24587. 24587. Thank you for listening, and may God bless you.